I have no idea what I'm going to talk about today with Quab. Quab is my guest. Um, this is the intro. I have nothing planned. Usually I have a rundown. Usually I have segments. I did ask Quab to do one thing, so we'll do that. Outside of that, though, this is freelancing. So let's do this. It's the dime. You are now listening to The Dime with Josh Rodriguez, your weekly go-to podcast for all things NBA. Subscribe on iTunes or listen every week on thedimepodcast.com. And now, your host, Josh Rodriguez. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Dime. We're almost at the second round. Almost there. We still have a few series to take care of. If you want, you can follow The Dime on Twitter, at The Dime NBA. Give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. Leave a review and tell me how much you love the podcast. All that good stuff. It helps me out tremendously. If you want, you can call into The Dime Hotline at 805-826-3463. Leave a comment. Leave a question. I will answer it on the show. All that good stuff. I'm your host, Josh Rodriguez, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. And as I mentioned in the intro, I have a guest with me. You know him as the rapper and producer, Quab AKS, but I know him as one of my best friends ever. Yes, I'm getting sappy right now, Quab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please welcome back for, what is this, the fourth or fifth time? This is what know. happens when I don't do rundowns. I don't come prepared. <laughs> I don't have these things, but I think it's like your fourth time on the dime? I, I think it's the fourth time, yeah. Okay, so for we'll his fourth four. time on the dime, Brooklyn Nets fan. Right. Uh. Quab, aka Yes, baby. You get a Jamaican air horn. You get. I was about to say, like, I, that was that was hella loud. I was scared for a second. Ah, no, no need to be scared, man. That's me celebrating you. That's me celebrating the fact that you're on the dime. This is the 50th episode, man. This is a landmark episode, and I chose oh, wow. you to be my guest. Wow. <laughs> you have a 50th episode, and you uh, you have nothing planned. That's crazy. What did? What what did you just? Are you calling me out? <laughs> no, I feel like we're back in college and we. <laughs> oh yeah, this does feel like a, this does feel like us back in college. Like, hey, let's just have an episode of the dime. I wasn't actually planning on having an episode, and then it just hit me like I had I wanted to do two a week in April for the playoffs because I did that last year when I uh, I first started the podcast, and I haven't really fulfilled that, and I was like really disappointed with myself. And the second round's coming up, and I'm like I need an episode where I kind of at least give my predictions for the second round, even though it's not completely here. It does start tomorrow. And Quab and I were having a conversation. So I was like, yo, you just want to hop on? He's like, yes, let's do it. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. So before we get started with everything, though, Quab, I told Quab to write a eulogy. Uh, a for the a eulogy. A, a eulogy. No, I'm a serious. Eulogy. So, um, you know, right now, let's just all pretend that we're standing by the grave. And um, Wow. Or no, no, we're, we're at the cathedral right now. That's, that's, that's this is so excessive. Hold on. Oh, there you go. Let me just. Yo. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead, Quab. Here's the microphone. Um, uh, here lies uh, the Brooklyn Nets, formerly uh, the New Jersey Nets. That's how I grew up with the Mass. Um, we uh, nobody expected us to make the playoffs, but we did. I don't think a lot of people had us making the playoffs to start the season, but you no, know, we made it, which was, that's a positive. Yes, but with every loss, you know, <laughs> there's gain. And I think like, yes. the fact that uh, we won, actually, you know, I'll say this, Philly won the war, right? right. but we, we won the battle. You the, won the, one battle, Quab. They won. No, the no, 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 no. Don't interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. no, no, you can't, can't just cut me off during a eulogy. I got to get right. I'm off. sorry. That is rude. That's rude. I can't just stand yeah. up in the middle of a speech. Sorry. First of all, I didn't think we were going to win a game. So that's that's a positive. Uh, we won a game, but we won. Um, we we won. We won the uh, the, the whole war of uh, Jared Dudley versus Ben Simmons mm-hmm. because people were actually debating Jared Dudley versus Ben Simmons for Hallelujah. weeks, which blew my mind because. Hallelujah. It's Jared Dudley <laughs> versus Ben Simmons. <laughs> if you're not hearing me, people in the back. It's Jared Dudley. There's not too many people in the back, Bob. There's not a lot of Brooklyn that fans. Okay, cool. Uh, no, that's a lot. Low attended funeral. <laughs> it's fine. 
Um, I think it was a positive uh, season. Um, yes, it was. And I'm looking forward to the to uh, the draft and uh, picking up. Hopefully, picking up uh, the right free agents and going into the next season on a positive note. But um, I I think that uh, this the little the, the playoff showed me that uh, NBA Twitter is. It's a strange place when NBA Twitter is on. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, and honestly, each team has like their own personality when it comes to NBA Twitter. Like NBA, like Thunder Twitter is out of their fucking minds. Oh, they are, they, but they Thunder ride. Twitter, they ride for their guy. They they ride. Ride's not even the word. Like they, I, I don't even know what the word is. They more than ride for Russell Westbrook. They they. If you want to talk about the definition of a stan, go to Thunder Twitter. Y'all are unbelievable. Like I mean, delusional. I, I thought Nick fans were delusional, and don't don't get me wrong. Nick Twitter is delusional, but Thunder Twitter, holy crap! I, I think it, I think it has a lot to do with um, with Durant leaving and him staying. They're so loyal to him, they try to overlook everything else, which is which is crazy. Like he had a terrible series, yeah. terrible terrible playoffs, and yeah. he he clearly got outplayed. Like. Not as much as Ben Simmons versus Jared Dudley. But, nah, that's uh, just okay. I'm off that. But um, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but nah, it was. I I believe it. Like every they 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 ride for their guy because he he stayed. He stayed with OKC. He committed long term, and even though he's out here like making really terrible decisions during crunch time, they still right. like. Oh no, nah, they ride for their guy. Yeah, they do, but I mean, they they're out of their minds, bro. I mean, Laker Twitter, like Laker Twitter for me, they're not delusional, but Laker Twitter is um, they're crazy. And no, 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 they're, no, they're no, not, like, not, no, 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 wait, wait, not Laker Twitter, Kobe Twitter. There's Kobe, well, there's a difference between Kobe Twitter and Laker Twitter. Which is worse? Yeah, I think Kobe Twitter is worse. Oh, Kobe Twitter is probably Kobe probably has the worst fan base. Twitter, uh, LeBron Twitter is pretty bad too, and I say that as a LeBron fan, but but Kobe Twitter, Kobe Twitter is unreal because they try to put themselves in conversations they don't belong in. They're like, oh, well, what about what about Kobe? You know, he like, he swam with sharks. That's how he got his jump shot up. <laughs> it's always some wild ass story. Like, shut up, yo. Right? LeBron didn't swim with sharks. sharks. If LeBron tried to swim with sharks, he would he would run away. He would even jump in the in the ocean. Like, that's scared why, of sharks. That's why Kobe is the best because yeah. he would take Mamba that mentality. shot over seven people. And yeah, like <laughs> Mamba mentality. I'm out here ragging on Kobe, but I'm still I'm actually All a Kobe right. fan. But no, nah, uh. I think yeah, I I haven't really looked at OKC Twitter, so like, but I right. could. You know what Twitter I looked at recently that had me laughing? What Utah Twitter? Utah Twitter. I like Utah Twitter. Not 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 jazz. <laughs> oh, like like the state of Utah. Like Utah. <laughs> like actual the state of Utah. Yeah. Twitter. Like oh, Utah I like jazz Twitter. Twitter. I like jazz Twitter. I mean, their fan base. I mean, a bunch of like racist stuff has come out like with like some of the crowds at the game, but like the people I follow who are a part of jazz Twitter and just jazz Twitter in general, like just like the rabbit holes that I go down, they seem to be like level headed objective um, and friendly fans. I saw you, somebody, you're talking about, you're talking about the great state of Utah. Yeah. I saw some, this guy I follow here tweeted out that uh, imagine being a jazz fan and then having to just go back to Utah. <laughs> That's all he yeah. said. And Here's then the they, they came out and like they came and people came out and said, like yeah nah and they put up pictures of like mountains and stuff and, and I'm like you talk beautiful <laughs> <laughs> to live I don't know or, listen or I, I've never been to Utah this okay. is what I this is what I've heard about Utah I've heard Utah is a very beautiful state by the way I'm not I'm not hating on Utah so if right. uh, people I'm not saying there's anything to do in Utah I'm just saying that I've heard it's a beautiful state I don't I don't know what they began out begin into over there but like i maybe maybe it's not for me <laughs> yeah i don't think it is for you I, I don't think it's for anybody like us club i don't think it is fair enough but utah twitter had me some of the comebacks they had i had me rolling i was like yo this is this is hilarious it was just funny to me some they called him a jack wagon i've never heard that <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> Jack Wagon, uh, Utah is fun. I'm like, what the? (laughs) Jack Wagon. I was like, yo, what is going on, yo? Oh my god. But again, they 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 support they support Utah. They support the team, and they have one of the best fan bases, hands down. Regardless, yeah, they do. Regardless, that alternative court, 
that alternative court that they have is fire, bro. You like it? The red I fucking that's the uh. night. That's the dopest court in the league. If they, if they had that every freaking day, I would uh, love. I would love I, it. I like the. You don't I like, like the, that? I like the. Uh, was it the Charlotte? alternative court that's cool that's cool i like that I, i'm not nah, a, i'm not i'm not a fan of i don't know like because maybe cause i'm not I'm a fan of alternate i'm not a fan of alternate jerseys i'm not a fan of anything alternate the only alternate thing i like honestly is that utah court that court is freaking fire to me i, I don't love I, that court i don't like maybe because i'm so used to like uh the jazz being a certain color scheme i'm so i'm so weirded out when i see them with with like the red black yeah. and orange yeah it, it that's how i feel about the nuggets like I hate the Nuggets alternate like blue uniforms. Oh, the blue ones, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate them. The mile high, I I think they're disgusting looking. I think they should go back to the disgusting. Baby blue. They are. They're awful. Disgusting. They're gross, and that's why they're in a seven game series right now. Yo, <laughs> you like that segue? You like that Cause segue? Because the jerseys are trash. The jerseys <laughs> are trash, and now they gotta go home wear those blue jerseys and go up with a game seven against the San Antonio Spurs. I like the Nuggets in this club. Um, oh. who do you like? I I want to like the Nuggets, but like I had the Spurs winning that. Series. Did you? Yeah. Why everyone's sleeping on the Nuggets? I'm not sleeping on the Nuggets. I just you sleep on the Nuggets if you if you took the Spurs. It's not sleeping on the Nuggets. It's just I think it was just a bad matchup for them. That why I thought it was a good matchup for them. They have Jokic as a big guy. And I thought their guard play is tremendously better than the Spurs guard play. To, I wouldn't. There's not. There's nothing about the Spurs I would take over the Nuggets. To me, it was. To, I'm okay. So I go down. I go down through like matchups in terms of like okay Jokic would have to guard so he'd have to guard LaMarcus Aldridge right I mean who but who who is a who is a reliable scorer like I get that but regardless of that and with the and the guards they have even though the Murray and Gary Harris they're very talented they're also very inconsistent which yeah people but you're gonna tell me now. you're gonna take Derek White over you get what I'm saying it's not like they have I got you I, on I, that, yeah. Patty Mills yeah. is cool. Don't get me wrong. He's nice off the bench, but it's not like the Spurs have... I mean, that, that's the weakest front court in the... I mean, backcourt in the whole playoffs. Come on, who has a weaker backcourt than the Spurs? And they're playing you, well. Don't get me but, wrong, but I mean, the, the but Jamal just, Murray is probably a future all-star. Gary Harris is one of the better shooters in the league. Then you got Will Barton, who's now coming off the bench, which I do think is a good thing for them. Monty Morris off of the bench is one of the best backup point guards in the league. If they want, they can bring out Isaiah Thomas. I think their backcourt is so much better than the Spurs backcourt. I don't think it's close. But it's like they don't run, but it, they don't run a, their offense through the backcourt in terms of like that's ran, You know what I mean? It's not like a it's not like a point guard setting up type of system. It's ran through Jokic, right? Every, High pick and roll. Yeah. And they, I, they, they have this dribble handoff play they had with him where they give him the, the ball at the top of the key, then he dribble handoff, and they run like a pick and roll off of the handoff. But I don't know, man. I, I I think this. I don't know why this series. is... I had them in six. Okay. Um, I don't believe in this whole playoff experience bullshit. I think it's the biggest myth in sports. Well, one of the biggest myths in sports. You've said that for uh, a while. I remember that. You've been saying yeah, that for, so for years now. For a while. Yeah. I've been saying it since we've been in college. <laughs> yeah. You've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like give me a break, yo. It's basketball. Like these these players have played in huge games their whole lives. You think game five of the NBA playoffs is gonna get to them more than like the championship game of the NCAA tournament did? I, I mean, I don't. I think it factors in. I've, I've I'm a believer, know, like dude. because it's like okay. An example, an example of like playoff experience, right? Would be yeah. last year, um, Cleveland versus Boston, Game Seven, where you had a completely young team going against LeBron. Or, in game or, seven. or was it that they just had the best player in the world? Like Cleveland had the best player in the world. Period. What? Cleveland had the best player in the world. I know, I know they had J.R. Smith, but that doesn't. Yeah, right. But <laughs> <laughs> you can't lose if Jr.'s on your team. Yeah, because he always knows what time is left on the clock. Um, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like in terms of in terms of you could sometimes a younger player might hit the nerves catch up to him. But what I'm saying is the nerves in like a game five of the NBA playoffs is no bigger than the nerve you get in a national championship game, in a final four game. Honestly, like in an AAU high school game, I know we're bringing it back to high school, but at that moment in time, that was their big, the biggest game of their lives. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, they've but, had these nerves before. I don't, I don't think it's that much different. I really who, don't. I'm sorry. But, well, I'm saying, but who? Okay, but which? How many of them have played in an NC? All of them, dude. Champ these are, are like you, the best players in the league. These are best are, players in the world. Oh, you mean like a regular NCAA game? Not, but like not a champ. I'm talking game. like tournament. I'm talking like if, like for instance, Jamal Murray, right? Okay. Jamal Murray's from what well, he went to Kentucky, right? Kentucky, yep. 
Gary Harris went to where? Michigan State. Michigan State. These guys yeah. were in the NCAA tournament playing in like Elite Eight, Final Four games. Like those games are high pressure games. And it's, to me, that's a higher pressure game than game three of the NBA playoffs first round. Nah, I don't know. But it's different. It's different when a game like that, right? Where you're, let's say, Jamal Murray, Kentucky, he's playing in the second round versus, I don't uh Ball State, right? Ew. Yeah, exactly. Pause. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Appalachian. I don't know. He's playing against some, some, some school, right? Compared to when you're playing the NBA, where you're playing the best of the best. Every player, and even the 12 man on the team, is still like was probably a star in college. Yeah. There's. I don't know. I think there. I think it factors. There's a. It factors into it somewhat. Okay, so you're picking San Antonio in Game Seven. Um. I'm picking. <laughs> I gotta think about. I'm I'm, I, I am there. Hello, hello. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game yeah, yeah. You, seven. You, game seven. You, going on. You, you picking Denver like straight up? Yeah. You picking yes. Denver straight up at home? I mean, it's at home. I, I could yes. see Denver. Yeah. I could see. They're, one, I, they're, they're the best home team in the league. Uh, I think they're gonna shoot the ball phenomenally. They have the best player in the series. They have the. They have the better team. Denver's the better team. Can't argue with that. Yep. I Can't know. argue with that. But, so, um, so you're taking the Spurs? I'll go with the Spurs. Okay. All right. I, I'll go with cause, on that. Because I went, I, I went with the Spurs to start to start the series, so I'll stay with the Spurs. All right. There we go. Consistency. I like it, Quab. What about the game today? We, uh, they're actually tipping off as we speak. I didn't want to wait for the game to be over. Uh, I, so I actually have it on in the background as I'm watching. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I on too. Uh, Warriors and Clippers. Game six is in Los Angeles. It's about 10 minutes from me. I wanted to go, but I was like, I'm not spending 100 bucks to watch the Warriors win by 28 points. Um, are the Warriors going to win by 28 <laughs> points? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, uh, ooh, and one. Um, I believe that uh, <laughs> I, saw, I think the Warriors are going to win this game. I don't want them to win this game. Yeah, do I. I want the Clippers I, to take the seven. Oh, I would love that. Oh, man. Love. Like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting. I'm. I think us and everybody else are rooting for the Clippers to win this game. So, but, but you I don't. The Warriors. Yeah, I don't see the Warriors. I don't see the Warriors like losing this game. I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'd be shocked too. I'm actually kind of. I had the um, Warriors winning in six, so I kind of feel like a genius, even though I probably shouldn't feel like a genius because the way it happened wasn't how I expected it to happen. <laughs> You like if you were that, to ask me, how would it happen? It would have been like, the Clippers are going to make a 31-point comeback, win two games on the road. Like, that's not what I would have said. That was crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, we can talk a little bit about Warriors-Rockets if you want. Going into the next se- series, You are you scared for the Warriors? Like, do you think the Rockets have a shot? Because I feel like a lot of people are, are very hit or miss with the Rockets. You either love them and think they, they're going to win this, or you, you're just not a fan of their system. You're not a fan of the way they play basketball, and you think they fugazi. But where do you fall with the Rockets? I I think that uh I think that if it's if it is uh if it is Warriors Rockets it's gonna be the Warriors winning only because they're gonna they're gonna be more awake for that series I feel like they they thought they, were, they would be able to just roll over the Clippers yeah I, I that's how like, I feel yeah and they're gonna get up for the Rockets like it's like okay now this is our finals yeah like you could like you could if, tell if they, won in, if they won in five it wouldn't surprise me yeah. I'm not even saying that like to, to be facetious towards the Rockets, but I, I think they're gonna get up for the Rockets and I think they're gonna win the series because it's gonna they're gonna treat like the NBA finals. Yeah. Which which it makes sense. It makes makes perfect sense because watching them against the Clippers, it just felt like they, they know they're the better team. And I, I saw a report where they um they said that uh they were in the locker room, they were in the Golden State locker room after the last loss and they were just acting like it was a regular season loss. Like there was no right. sense of urgency. No, they weren't really worried because, like, yeah, whatever, we're we're gonna win this, like, so. Yeah, and then all their quotes like to the media is like, we think like it was like about them. It wasn't about the Clippers coming out and playing good. It was like, yeah, we just didn't come out and play our game. Like we took them for granted. We we won ourselves. It wasn't like you know, give credit to the Clippers. You know, they played hard. Montrose Howell was a beat. Like did nothing like that. It was yeah. all about them and their mindset and them knowing that the the reason why they lost was just simply because of them. And when they're right, the Clippers can't beat them. I mean, it's just true. That's it. They're, they're the best. Even even with Demarcus Cousins out, they're the best. They have the best team. Yeah. They have the without best. a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So I mean, I I'm expecting them to win this game. Um, 
They're down 13 to 8 right now, according to my Yahoo Sports app. Yeah, I'm looking um, at it right now. They're not they're not looking too good right now watching them. No. They're, 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 they're playing so lackadaisical. They have no they have no sense of urgency when they play because they know they have the better talent. That, and that's the thing. I mean, I just literally said that I think they're going to turn it on against the Rockets. But then, like, for instance, things like this happen, and I'm like, you know, maybe they're not going to turn on, or maybe they're going to try to turn it on, and that switch, that switch just can't be flipped. Now, do you think that the switch can be flipped at will? I mean, this is another theory. We had we had the theory of the experience versus inexperience. Now, this is the flip the switch theory. Do you believe in the flip the switch theory? I think we had this conversation before, and I do believe in the flip the switch uh, theory because uh, they have what. Uh, three players right now that can go off for 30 and a quarter. Oh, that's right. Right? We so, had a conversation with they have, they have Durant, um, Curry, and uh, Jaberko. Jaberko, yeah, exactly. Jaberko. Not not Clay Thompson, not the guy that... No, no, Clay can't do it. Clay can't do it. He can't. But Jaberko. Uh, uh, if not, then it's him or Looney. But yeah. Uh, You're right. Or uh, who, who's that other guy that they... Uh, 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 Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Jordan, Jordan Bell. There right. it is. Yep. Right. Could yep. go up 30 in a quarter. In a quarter. Jordan Bell right. goes off a 30 in a quarter. I'm, I'm yeah. retiring. I don't know from what, but I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> retiring. But like with Clay, Curry, and uh, Durant, they can go off a point so easily. And I think with like, when you're, especially when you're playing at home, Curry's, Curry going off on a barrage just feels like, it feels so, so much. Like, it, you could tell ways on the other team so much because it's like three-pointer, three-pointer, three-pointer. The crowd yeah, is getting into it, and the other team is just like, yo, come on. Yeah, nine points literally feels like 20 when Curry goes off. Yeah, because like you the, can't the you can't respond. That, you can't. It's like, how do you respond to a step-back three from 35 feet? Three True. times in a row. <laughs> three, three times in a, from, a, from yeah. like, unlimited range. It's stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's, it's so demoralizing. Yeah. It's so demoralizing. I, I don't know how to... And, and when the, he's right, they're unbeatable. It's all on him to me. I think he's their most valuable player. Obviously, Kevin Durant's their best player. But if Curry's like, Curry, forget it. They they can't be beat. I'm sorry, they can't. But he's never he's never right in the playoffs. It's interesting. It's he, very interesting. He's never had a good finals. He's had a... No, I, I wouldn't say he's had a bad finals, though. I think that's a little overblown. No, no, I'm I mean, not saying... He hasn't, had, he hasn't had a Curry-like finals. He hasn't had, he hasn't had a... He hasn't had a good finals where you're just like, yo, he, he, is, he hasn't he is, a, he's killing it. Right. He hasn't had one of those type of finals, but he's, he's been decent to good in finals. He's I wouldn't been, say he's, he's been bad. I wouldn't say bad. I wouldn't say like bad or like terrible. Like I just say he has like, I, I don't know. What is the, what's the right term? Like we can use. I don't, um, not curry. Like not curry. Like, yeah. Not curry. Like when you're just like, oh man, he's having just one of those curry games. He's unstoppable. Like he's right. just. I, I remember the the first finals. They were there was a point where people were saying that Della Vadova was gonna win the MVP because you had, remember <laughs> he had 17 points. I was like, what is going on? Fucking Della no, he got a massive ass contract because of that one series. Yeah, and then he he almost died that game. He had to like they had to he had to be strapped to IVs because almost perished. He did. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just he never has like a just. I don't know, just that defining moment of like a finals that you, like I feel like every other player has had has had one, and somebody of his caliber just it's weird that he doesn't he never has had that moment I guess. And it's it's also funny because the finals moments that I think about with Curry is when LeBron blocked his shot and stared him down in Cleveland. Yep. And I also think about that like ridiculous behind the back pass that he threw out of bounds with like whatever like five minutes four minutes to go in game seven yeah those are the two things i think about curry which are kind of unfair because he, like i said he has played well in the finals he just hasn't played curry like yeah those are those are actually the two two moments i always remember too like he he literally that around the back is him like literally throwing away the the trophy yeah 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 you're right you're right um i'm trying to think yeah i don't so i don't i don't know i don't i, I want to see how Everybody, that's probably going to be the most watched series with the Rockets and Warriors because just it's the finals to some people. In my mind, it's the finals. Well, I, I, it depends if the Celtics get to the finals. So I think the Celtics have the only shot in the East if they're playing their best. Hmm. Okay. And speaking of the Celtics, they play the Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm making my pick right now, Quab. You wouldn't know what it is. What is it? Celtics and six. <laughs> that's right. I'm going with Boston, man. I think they're gonna. Be, I think they're gonna beat the uh, Bucks. I I don't trust 
the ancillary pieces in the Bucks just yet. And I think that they're going to try to... Like they're all about three-pointer. I don't think they're going to help as much as Giannis. They're going to give Giannis his buckets. Giannis is going to have a big series. They're going to let him go off, but they're just going to try to stop everybody else. They're not going to help out that much. Um, they're going to rotate well on the three-pointers, um, and I think they're going to shoot the three-ball pretty well because Milwaukee doesn't defend the three very well. Um, so I, I like the matchup, and when it comes down to it, crunch time, I, I like their options better. I think they're deeper as a team when it comes to that. And I think they're the better team. I think they're starting to play like it. I think the playoffs have come just in time. I think they hit the reset button. And I think they win this in six. Mm, in six. I, I think the complete opposite. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got Bucks in six? I think I, I got Bucks in six. Or maybe even less. Less? <laughs> yeah. Really? Why is that? Uh, watching them against the Pacers, they... They just didn't look good to me. Like they I don't, won every game, Quab. But every game was close. That's okay. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Not to like against the against the Pacers, who had your best player is in, on injured reserve. I mean, I, I guess I hear what you're saying, but it's not like the Pacers team. They, they were bombs. Even when old people went out, they still were managed to get the fifth seed in the playoffs. I mean, didn't finish this year all that great, but they weren't bums by any means. No. I'm, Fair enough, but I'm like watching them. I'm like, okay, they they play best to me. The Celtics play best when they play defense, get stops, get easy buckets. Like when they run, I I feel like in half court, like there's 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 still that selfish type of play where like kinda oh, I kind of gotta get my shot or but it's only that's only when Kyrie's out there and honestly I don't mind it with Kyrie sometimes and he's been a lot better sharing the basketball he has. But who? Okay, so who do you think is gonna be able to slow down Giannis? I, I think it's a team effort thing. I don't I don't think there's anyone who can stop Giannis, but I feel like you pretty much don't overhelp with them. I think that's a lot. If you look at a lot of Bucks highlights, it's just teams like doubling the ball when it gets into the paint or or like overhelping. I, I think Brad Stevens is going to make the adjustment where he's like, listen, guys, let's not crowd the paint too much. If Giannis gets in there, we'll just take our chances and, and, and have him score two points instead of three. You know, Al Horford's a big guy who can guard three point ring, uh, the three, um, three balls. So I don't think Brooke Lopez is going to be as effective as he's been all season. In the contrary, I think Brooke is going to have a hard time guarding Al Horford when he's out there in three-point um, territory. If he is guarding Al Horford, I, I like their matchups. I do. And is Brogdon playing? We don't know if Brogdon's playing. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's playing. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think Eric Bledsoe. He's tough. I think he's going to give Kyrie like a, a few fits. I think they're going to put Bledsoe on him. But at the same time, Gordon Hayward's playing better. They have other people who can get buckets as well. It's not just Kyrie. Kyrie's going to be their go-to guy. But outside of him. They can they can give the ball to Hayward. They can give the, give the ball to Rozier uh, every once in a while. Jalen Brown played better. I wouldn't say give the ball to Brown and make something happen. But I, can <laughs> say that. I can say that for Tatum. You know what I mean? True. Outside of outside of Giannis, maybe Chris Middleton. Outside, you know what I mean? No All Star. I, I like Chris Middleton, but come on, I I, I think the Celtics have way more talent. I think it, they win. I think they win in six. I really do. I think I think Bucks Bucks in six or five. Wow, we yeah. we we're seeing this completely different. I see Bucks in six or five. I, I, I've, I had that before. I've had that for a couple of days now. I, I, I'm just going to stick to it. I'm, I'm allowed to change my mind, though, after the first game. But <laughs> that. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Why can I, why can I change my mind? All right, fine, fine. Only after one game, though. Only after one game? Only after one game. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, after the first game, I'll shoot you a text. All right. <laughs> I'll post it on the Dime Twitter. I'll shoot you. Dime NBA. <laughs> I don't know why I am abusing the sound effect today, but I am. You're killing it right <laughs> I don't have segments, so I need, like, media. <laughs> no, we don't need segments. We... <laughs> yeah. This is, like, the first show I've done in a while that doesn't have segments. I made the conscious decision to have segments here. If you're a new Dime listener, I've gotten, actually, a lot of listeners since the KP episode. So, I, um, if you're a new Dime listener, this is probably the first time I did an episode without segments since the KP episode actually I didn't have any segments in the KP episode I just ranted with Josh Veltry which which you, know, you needed you, you needed to do you need to get that out oh my god oh my god I'm you still need- mad about it I'm mad at I'm, I'm mad at how accepted um it's been in the media like people are like this is great for the Knicks no it's fucking not it's not great for the Knicks I I oh my gosh I I I don't understand it I, I, I get it. It's like, they clear cap room. It's like, yeah, they clear, clear, clear cap room, but we don't have a team. 
We don't have a team. We have nothing to lure free agents over. Oh, <laughs> you can play with Kevin Knox and Frank Nilakina, and half of your money's gonna get taxed. And on top of that, you have the worst <laughs> owner in sports. Yay! Oh, and come to a fan base that is absolutely delusional and overreactive and thinks that you're going to take them to the finals in the first year, and when you don't do it, they're going to rag you out of town. And Yay! And you guys are going to get Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, and Kyrie Irving, right. and, then right. sign, and then sign Carmelo, because that's... Yo, no, let's... Quab, don't stop. You've seen it, stop. though. You've seen I've it. I've seen it. I can't. Multiple I can't times. Take- You've seen Listen, them multiple times. I can't times. take these mellow takes. I cannot take it anymore, man. I, 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 I've had to mute all the Nick fans that I follow. The ones I don't know. The ones I don't know. Like if you're my, if if you're my friend and you're a Nick fan, I haven't muted you. But like, the like Nick's Twitter, I can't. Every day, every day, it's like, yo, bring mellow back for the cult. No, what culture? Culture of what? Going out in the first round, losing. For the culture, bro. We gotta. Come on, yo. And that's we are such a like. We are such. We're so used to losing that the one year we made it out of the first round is looked at as like the glory years to some fans. It's crazy. It is though, it was it was amazing. Like we were no better than the Hawks. We were no better than the Nets, like during the 2010s, which I can't believe is about to be a finished decade. Jeez. But the Nets were more successful than us. Like the Hawks, the pay- like name a team in the Eastern Conference. They were better than us. During the mellow years, but it doesn't and, it doesn't matter. Because but but, it's but New Nick York. fans act Nick fans act like we were going to Eastern Conference Finals, like we were one player away, like we were one play away from going to the finals. We yeah. weren't even close. Even that one year we were the two seed, we got bounced by a three seed. We also we, we were favorites in that freaking series, and we lost. That's, that's and they look at it like it was the golden age because Melo hit two threes in, on fucking Easter. That's all they want to talk about is him hitting two threes against the Bulls on Easter. That shit was clutch though, right? I don't give a damn if it was clutch. <laughs> okay, okay, let's uh let's transition back to the second yeah, round, we, so that I'm so that you don't you don't go off back on your tail. Right, we, damn, we, y'all like we, delusional, we, yo. We, we will get back. We'll get back talking about the Knicks because I do want to uh, talk a little bit about free agency and the draft and whatnot, real quick. Just just to yeah, touch on real quick. But um, can we talk? We can talk. We can talk Raptors Sixers right quick. I think we're gonna be on the same page with this one. Who you got for the Raptors Sixers? Man? I want to take the Raptors in five. That's how much okay. that's how much I am certain that they're going to win this series. Okay. But out of respect, I'm gonna say Raptors in five. Fuck that. <laughs> I just don't think that's a si- this would have I think the Raptors take the first two in Toronto, they split in Philly, and then the Raptors come home in five and beat them. You think that you so you 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 are on the uh Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry train? I don't think Kyle Lowry is that important in this series. To be honest with you, okay. I listen. I, I don't know what to expect from Lowry. He's the only question mark from uh, that I have about the Raptors going forward. I love their team. Kawhi is freaking amazing. Danny Green has a great addition. Marcus Saul is one of my favorite players ever. Fred Van Vliet is one of the best point like back backup point guards in the league. Like they have depth. They have Siakam, who's a nice surprise. He's turning into a star. The only question mark is Lowry. And I don't think he hurts them against Philadelphia, who has all these chemistry issues. Yes, they do. They have a lot of chemistry issues. And Bede's, you know, I don't know. He's not 100%. He's definitely not. So, I mean, your best player is a little hobbled. Ben Simmons is not going to put up points. You have chemistry issues with Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. And then you have no bench. And the Raptors have a bench. To me, I think it's a huge mismatch. Um, I think the Raptors win in five. I really do. Yeah, five. I'm going five. I think I think Raptors in six. Okay. I think Raptors. Okay. In six. I could you see I, them a little more. I could even see Raptors in seven. That I can't see. I can even see Raptors in seven, just because I feel like there'll be there'll be games where like Embiid or Jimmy Butler will like carry them in a game or something. We'll get them to a win. See, I can't see Jimmy Butler carrying them to a win. The only person who can carry them to a win is Joel Embiid because that's how their offense is. Like, when has Jimmy Butler really ever carried the Sixers to a win? A I'm couple sure of times. I'm sure, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure Sixers fans yelling at me like, he did it one time against it. And I'm sure he has. But for the most part, like, come on. They've only relied him, on, like, relied on him to, quote-unquote, close the game. 
but outside of that, I mean, he's been good, but he hasn't been like superstar Jimmy Butler good. I mean, there was a, uh, I'll say this, like, the first game against the Nets, he was the reason why they, they even though they lost, he was the reason why they stayed in the game because he, he was the only one that was actually playing, playing yeah. well. So but, the, who, but, but then who's Kawhi going to guard? Come on. Ben Simmons. Why would you put Kawhi on Ben Simmons? That's because, because the last time they did it, uh, Ben Simmons looked shook. They put they put Kawhi on Ben Simmons. Yeah, this the, is some new information that I didn't know. It wasn't for the whole game, but it was for like for like certain series, and it was just because he it's Ben Simmons is a six nine point guard, right? At the end of the day, so it's like you could put you could put Kawhi on Ben Simmons, uh, Lowry on um, uh, JJ Redick, uh, Danny Green, who's a really good defender on uh, Jimmy Butler, like right. Uh, uh, and then so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? So it, you can you can match it up that way. Okay, I see what you're saying. You can match it up that way. Like Danny you, Green gives him that flexibility. Exactly. Like you don't. Yeah. I don't know necessarily if you want to put Lowry on Ben Simmons for the whole. Even though Lowry is a good defender, but you could put Kawhi just because you want to you want to stop the head of the snake. Yeah, I get that. But sometimes the head of the snake snots itself. He does. But when he the the one game I watched, he. Kawhi Kawhi was playing Kawhi like Kawhi defense right Uh, and you could tell Ben Simmons just didn't want anything to do with the ball right and it was I was just like yo that's crazy like you're the point guard so all right all right that's interesting yeah I I wonder how much they're gonna put Kawhi on Ben Simmons because I feel like you know first and foremost you get to kind of stop Embiid and I think Marcus saw obviously he's kind of he's slow he's not gonna be able to keep up with him and his footwork down low, but I do think he's savvy enough to kind of bother him, and he's big enough to kind of bother him. The Nets really didn't have anybody outside of Jared Allen who could guard and beat, and even and beat and beat. He, just... he can't guard and beat. Yeah, he can't guard and beat. That's um, why. That's the only reason wait, why. No, I, I, but I the Raptors they have they have Ibaka. They have yep. Ibaka down there now. They have Gasol. Gasol. I mean, like I said, he's he's not he's older, he's slower, but he and he's a very good defensive player his whole career. So I'm sure he's gonna be savvy enough to do a few things. Yeah, I, no, he's a he, that's a it's a better matchup. He's oh, 1,000% a, a better matchup. He's a, he's I, a better. I, I, I like how the Raptors match up defensively against the Sixers' offense way more than I like the way the, the Sixers match up against the uh, Raptors. I don't know. I, I I really do think this is going to be a short series. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And what's the other series? We're missing a series. Uh, we're missing... Oh, uh, the Blazers. Blazers. The Blazers. The Blazers against the Nuggets or Spurs. Against- That's why we haven't talked about it because we haven't, we don't even know who they're playing yet. Yeah, so the Blazers against the Spurs. Uh, uh, Blazers in five. Blazers against the Nuggets. Nuggets in seven. Damn. Come on, yo. Why is everyone sleeping on the Nuggets, Damn. man? Damn. The Nuggets move the ball beautifully. They have a great backcourt. Their best players in their front court, which is kind of weird saying when they have a great backcourt they are very good defensively they're top 10 defense they they move the ball better than any team in the league I, I could argue that easily I don't know what's going on with them against the Spurs um but I think if they find their groove I think you get comfortable in the second round you have home court advantage I, I think it's gonna be a high scoring series and I, I think the Nuggets beat this uh Blazers I say in seven though I'll give Dame his respect and say in seven seven okay yeah I think, and I think everyone's gonna pick the Blazers next round, no matter who they play, because everyone's riding that Damian Lillard train right now, and that Blazers I mean, train. He looked, he looked, he looked ridiculous. Oh, he he's looked, he's unbelievable, and he's finally getting his due. It's crazy. Ridiculous. I've always liked Dame. I never really liked the Blazers, though. I've never been a Blazers fan. I always thought they were Fugazi. I've, I'm a, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan of the backcourt, especially I've been a fan of CJ McCollum for a while. I like CJ. I never liked how they fit together, though. Like this is the first time I've watched him where CJ and Dame really haven't clashed too much. It's like they're putting the ball in Dame's hands more than they are at CJ, and CJ's really, he's not really isoing as much. I mean, there were spots in the series where I'm like, yo, CJ's kind of killing him right now, but it was like very few and far in between, yeah. and I really mean that. I mean, there was a few spots in game five where I was like, yo, CJ's killing him. But outside of like that particular time in game five, I don't really remember thinking that throughout the series, which is a good thing. I just think uh, CJ allows allows Dame to like take a rest in terms of yeah. like, offense. Like he allows him like, yo, you can go get, go get some buckets. Uh, he, he just allows him like just so it's not all in his hands, which is which is always that's always a. Positive. But I think they used to try to split it because because CJ's so talented. Like CJ can drop thirty, 
yeah. at any given night. So I think they used to try to split stuff with like Dame and CJ. Obviously, Dame was the point guard, so he had the ball in his hands every possession, bringing it up. But they used to try to split plays between Dame and CJ. And I think Stotts now is just running things more through Dame and just trusting him with decisions. And CJ's just kind of like there. And, if, you know, if, if you need him, he's there and he got you type of thing. But it, he's not as dominant with the ball as he used to be. I think that they, they need, uh, for the Blazers to be successful, they need the others, as I always say, the others to step up. I think... And one, they did last series. Yeah, you had Mo Harkless, you had uh, Aminu. Cantor. Cantor. Jokic uh, is going to kill Cantor. Uh, That's yeah. another reason why I like Nuggets. I think so, too. He's going to kill Cantor. That's not, yeah, that's so, not a good, that, that, good matchup for Cantor. No, not at all. Not at all. And then Millsap, whoever, like, come on. That's funny. It, it's... I speak a lot about the uh, Nuggets backcourt, but the frontcourt, Millsap and, and uh, Jokic, to me, would okay. be the difference in that series. I mean, they start they, they start uh, they start Plumley, right? They don't start Millsap. No, no, Plumley comes off. He comes no, off the bench. Start, yeah, Plumley comes off the bench, and then okay. Plumley is basically just, I mean, Zach Collins and the guys they bring off the bench is the same strong ass white boy. Like that's that's the same player. <laughs> Myers Leonard, athletic, and, uh... athletic as hell, <laughs> athletic as hell. Will get you boards, plays hard. I, I like I like the ball. I do. They're just kind of the same player, except. Um, Leonard be shooting threes sometimes. Yeah, he's Plummy's uh, not, not stepping out the paint. No, he's not. He's just he's just trying to get a reverse dunk. Reverse, yes, yes. I'm saying reverse alley oop. He's just trying to get a. That's that's the Plumley reverse <laughs> dunk special. <laughs> oh, Curry's going back to the locker room. Yeah, I just saw. I just saw that. What? What? Dime update. Ba, 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 ba. Curry's hurt. That's crazy. Is he? Uh, I don't know. Uh, who the hell knows? Who knows, man? Kayvon Looney's in though, you know, so they'll be uh, fine. About to drop 30. About to drop 30. <laughs> about to drop 30. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Well, uh, we went over everything we had to go over in the playoffs, Quab. Quab, is there anything you want to bring up with me before we end this episode of the seg- segmentless dime? Is there any uh, coming up with um, free agency and the, the draft, which is so far ahead, right? Is there low? Yeah. Is there like an unknown or well, not unknown like a not a popular not a popular name free agent you're you would want to come to the Knicks that's a good question um define not popular I mean not like not the cause not the names that everybody's saying like every the the the, the Kyrie what was it Kyrie right not, not a superstar not an all-star but like right. someone who like I think can like fill in for the Knicks and like that type of thing? Yeah. I mean, I think it really just depends on what type of what team we build. I mean, what identity are we going to have? I mean, are we going to want shooters? Because right now, we don't have anybody. I don't even know what offense Fisdale wants to run. He didn't really run an offense last year. True. So I, I really don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, but for me personally, I would like shooters. So, like, I think you get someone like a Wayne Ellington very cheap. You don't have okay. to pay him much. I'm not saying he's great, but, like, he's, he's cool. Um, I do. Like, here's the thing: I like Tobias Harris, but I don't know if I would sign him to the max. I would, I would kind of inquire with him, like, "Yo, like, you want to come through and like maybe not get max, but like, <laughs> you want, you want to just take half, just take half." Bro. I, I, I think he's gonna be looking for the max, but if we can get him for not the max, I think Brooklyn's probably gonna end up giving him the max, which I'm like, I'm so against. Yeah, I'm so against. But I whatever. do like. It's I like and there's like weird play like because these type of players you're asking for are like mid level type players and they come with baggies like someone like Marcus Morris he's on the Celtics right now I think he probably resigns with Boston but like he's tough as shit he hits a three he does a lot of different things you got to live with him being like kind of erratic sometimes yeah but but I, I but you need those type of players I think they're very valuable I think um, a, a player like that in terms of like the way his like uh, his no no nonsense attitude. Would fit, yeah. Would fit I, in New York also. In New York, oh yeah. my god, one thousand percent. Yeah, one thousand percent. So like players like that, I, I I would want, but you would have to see what our roster looks like and how we fill it out. And is there? So I was I gonna say, is there um, is there a, a college player or whatever that's coming? That's not that's not Zion. But I'm talking about a case like second round or whatever. Kind of like how you guys got with um, Isozo. Is there a player that you liked, like, in, uh, you liked well, in college that you think would... Don't might be the next mellow that I might be going to war with on uh, with Nick fans, to be honest with you. Don't get me started on ISO Zoe. I'm not, I'm not getting started. I'm not getting started on ISO like though, but he... I, I, have, I, haven't, I haven't flipped the switch on ISO Zoe yet because the Knicks are young and they're trying different things. 
I'm just saying he has tendencies. He doesn't he pass. Has tendencies. He doesn't pass. That I that are not favorable to the aesthetics, aesthetics. of my eye. Aesthetics of my eye. Aesthetics. Now, I'm just I, saying. I'm just saying. Um. No, but but he was a. I think he was a great signing. No, for, I for listen, the, for the value that we got him at. Exactly. I think very talented. Yep. I think if Fizdale can get to him and, and be like, hey, listen, this is when you pass the ball when three people are on. Like, it's cool. Like, oh, this, you don't have to, like, drive. This to is everything. when you pass the ball when yeah. people are on. <laughs> like, he's young. He's young. I think if you get the right veterans in there to, you know, to kind of have him fit in, I think he can be, for me at least, like, kind of like a Lou Williams coming off the bench. Yeah. I think that's, that's the I perfect think, role for him. Yep. And I think that holds a lot of value. So, for me, I'm not jumping shift with him. I, a lot of things that I've seen with him worry me, but there are there's spaces for players like him. There are there really is. like there's there's spaces for people who don't pass. And I I actually say that seriously. Like yeah, there is there is. You're, you're a scorer. Like you're a scorer, and that's your job. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. We need you to there's come in and get get us 12 points. Excuse like me. I don't mind that. I yeah. just don't want my I don't want my offense and my team's identity revolving around that. I think I think that uh I, I remember I saw a tweet or an article where somebody made the point that um Kevin Knox season was saved by Iso Zoe and Mitchell Robinson because he had a terrible season but nobody Well he had, a, he had a he had a decent middle of the season. He had a good middle middle of the season. It yeah, but I, like, he got he got injured. So he he also got injured, right? He started off injured and then he had I think he was uh, rookie of the month in December. Okay. So I mean that's good. That's I mean, good. It, he was just incredibly inconsistent. Yeah, I think I, I like uh, I like uh, Mitchell Robinson's potential. I love Mitchell Robinson's potential. As a, I, I'm I'm yeah. so happy with Mitchell Robinson. He's the one Nick that I'm like really high on. Outside of outside of Mitchell Robinson, I, my attitude towards every Nick is we'll wait and see. Okay. So I don't know what are you signing D'Angelo Russell to a max? That's the question. No. I, I'm with you on that. I wouldn't sign him either. I let him walk. I, I, if he doesn't want to sign for like a, I feel like they're not gonna sign him to like the, the max. They'll they'll probably let him, if he doesn't want to take like a, di- a home discount, they'll probably yeah. they'll probably let him go sign somewhere else and and then just and match, then match it. the offer sheet. Yeah, because it's I, gonna be cheaper. But honestly, okay, here's the thing. It depends on that offer. I would have a number in my head because, obviously, I think you do want to re-sign him. I think. The plan is to re-sign him, but if it's too expensive and you have all this cap space for another star, I think I think you you let him go, dude. I, I don't think the playoffs exposed him. He didn't have a good series. I wouldn't say he was exposed, but there's a lot that I don't like about him. There is. All the stuff that you saw him do that you didn't like about him has been going on all season. And I'm not the way people talk about him. But but you got he also they talk has about him. He has a like, huge I mean, he, he has a huge like he has a huge following. I, I didn't realize that like he has there's a D'Angelo Russell like following on like online on Twitter like there that's like D'Lo ice in my veins D- there's D'Lo Twitter yeah there's D'Lo Twitter it's 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 really it's really big like they're, they're put it this way right anytime he'd have a a good or decent game there'll be like 300 tweets to at Magic Johnson yeah like yo you idiot da 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 like but he's very he's he's very inconsistent. Like Yeah, I, I he's one of those players I think you have to be careful. I think he had an all star season. I think he played well. I think he had moments, but I don't think you should be fooled. But then again, he's he's young. I, yeah. I don't know. Watching him play, I feel like as a point guard, your responsibility is to make other players better. And as a point guard, your responsibility is to get other people involved whenever you can. And I've watched games where like he either didn't see the right pass, but he, he didn't make the right pass. Yeah. And your job as the point guard, to me, first and foremost, is to make the right pass. Period. It's a period. Pass. Period. It is. It is. I mean, that's that's I mean, not someone what... like Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard doesn't really. I, I wouldn't say he's a ball hog, but like Damian makes the right pass when it's when it's time. He does. When it's time, yeah. Right, the... You don't have to average 20, 10, 12 assists as a point guard, but like when you run a pick and roll and the rollers open, hit him. When you run a pick and roll and the other guy over helps on the on the weak side and there's a guy open for three, you have to hit that guy. Yeah, that's your job as a point guard to read that, and D'Angelo doesn't read that consistently. He can he either makes like some of the most spectacular passes I've ever seen. Like I would say that too, yeah. And then sometimes it's just like I I don't I don't get what he saw. So like I don't I don't know because I I genuinely think I think a lot of basketball people. Uh, players play like this is that sometimes they get the ball and they have their mind made up already like I'm going to shoot this time 
He reminds yeah. me of that sometimes. No, he does. He I, def- I, I can tell when he's about to shoot. Dim- when he's coming down. Yep. Dinwiddie's the same way. They're yeah. both the same way. Yeah. But in, but to, and this is me shooting him some bail, to like, their their offense is needed. Their scoring is needed for them to be, for the team to be successful. Like, we, yeah. But Dinwiddie's coming up, like, we were just talking about, um, uh, Iso Zell. I mean, that's kind of Dinwiddie's role, but is that your role as D'Angelo Russell? Yes. Be, it became yeah. it became his role when Karis LeVert went down. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. That you makes know what sense. I mean? So it became like, yo, we, we need you to get 25. That's how, like, I personally, and I've, I've, I've said this to a lot of people, he wouldn't have been an all-star. He probably wouldn't be talked about how he's talked about now if Karis went down because Karis was having right. an all-star season. Right, he was the best player. He was the best player, and then him that that injury. I don't even want to. Ugh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he's working playing right now. It's crazy. And playing well, that yeah. that shocked me. So if when Carrie's going down, and then it, and then another point, Spencer was also injured. It was like if D'Angelo doesn't score thirty, we lose. Right. And okay, he, so and, you, you just bailed him out. Yeah, it became you him out. it became a necessity. So. You fan? I'm, I, I, I'm a nice fan, you know. What do you know what right. it is, man? All right. Well, Quab, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for giving a eulogy to the Brooklyn Nets. It's greatly appreciated. Jared Dudley versus Ben Simmons. Jared Dudley for president. Where can people follow you on Twitter? All that good stuff. Do you have any new music coming out, man? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at uh, K W A B A K A Y E S. Y E S, baby. Yeah. Uh, my website, quabesmusic.com. Uh, I do have some new music coming out soon. I'll, I'm uh, I'm actually I'm actually have to send you some stuff, but um, in due time, everything in due time. Sweet. All right, you can follow the Dime on Twitter at the Dime NBA. The Dime Hotline is always open at 805-826-3463. Call it. I'm jo- yeah. Please call in. God damn. I'm Josh Rodriguez at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I'm gonna have Just Blaze on next week. Not the producer Just Blaze. But um, he has his own podcast above the rim. Same guy. Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> he's a Rockets fan. And he's going to try to convince me that the Rockets are going to beat the Warriors. And um, that's going to be a very, very fun episode. So oh, stay that... tuned for that. I will have segments for that episode. <laughs> that, that sounds... I will have segments. That's dope. That should be fun. That should be fun. That but until then, fun. thank you for listening. Quab, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having real. me, as always. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'll catch you next time. Later. Peace.